All right, I have a story for our last part of this reflection. Once upon a time, it was a very long time ago, in a faraway land, there was a village. A village filled with people who cared for one another and knew each other's hearts. They walked together across whole lifetimes, generation upon generation, belonging each other into being. This tenderness began long before birth when a child's spirit was formed inside the one who carries them. The women of the village would gather around this child, listening to the growing life until they discovered the song of this child. Just imagine all around you, the song of your life would be growing as you were growing created by the village who would in effect sing you into being. As the women learned the song, they would teach it to the children's parents and the elders of the village. They'd all sing it to the child before they were even born. Each song was a tapestry created by the web of relationships in the village, but also unique to this one life. When it comes time for the child's birth, they're welcomed into a, the world in a circle ceremony where all who know, this, who know that child are, um, surround the family and sing that child's unique song. And then throughout their life, the whole village comes to learn this child's song so that each child continues to hear their song throughout their whole life when they are hurt, when they are struggling, when they are celebrating or changing or growing. And at the end of their life, the village once again comes to sing their song. Along the way, any transgression or broken promise severe enough to merit discipline is met by the village standing in a circle surrounding this beloved member singing their song until they come back to themselves and understand who they really are and how life among them is sustained. It is the song of life that companions one in recovering from illness, in grieving loss, and at the time of leaving this life. In this moment, where we are so often heartbroken by human selfishness, apathy, and the apparent unwillingness to care for the common good, can we imagine a world where we know each other well enough and love each other deeply enough to call each other back to our most authentic self when one of us is lost in grief or greed, fear or confusion? At the deepest level, this is what it means to live in covenant calling one another back to our truest selves and our greater purpose over and over again, as each of us comes to recognize the unique song that is ours and the ways all of our songs are coming together as one. It all sounds so much prettier than how we most often talk about accountability, doesn't it? Which actually doesn't mean it's any easier. In fact, probably a lot harder. It is maybe the hardest thing to both notice and then name when someone you know and love has fallen short and then to call them back to themselves. It is hard to do it at all. It is 
maybe even harder to do it in love before you get to the part where you can't offer it in love. It's also not the easiest when you're the, the someone who's being told that you are off track and to receive that song with love. Maybe that's why we have created instead whole systems of accountability. I mean, our criminal justice system that take relationship out of it. That's how I think about our justice system, that accountability without relationship, accountability without the song. But our faith, our Unitarian Universalist faith reminds us that without relationship, it's not really accountability. It's just punishment, retribution. Accountability always happens in the context of belonging. Accountability is a practice of love. Love is, after all, not just, it's okay, you did your best. Love is also, that was messed up and you can do better. Love is not just forgiveness. It's also apology and repair and change. Love is accountability offered over and over again across whole lifetimes as a precious gift. It is investing, investing in each other this much because we know it is the only way that we save each other. By which I mean, of course, the only way that we save ourselves and the whole world. I mean, our partners. At the end of the day, through the longest night, in the valley of the shadow of death and despair, who holds your going out and coming in, your waking and your sleeping? Who, what holds you in the hollow of its hand? Whose are you?